Good morning and welcome to Three Big Things Today for August 29th, 2023. This is Tony Drybus. Grain and soybean futures were lower in overnight trading amid a potential revival of the agreement to allow agricultural exports from Ukraine and as somewhat weather moves back into the U.S. Midwest. Recep Tayyip Erdogan, the president of Turkey, plans to visit Russia soon in Sochi, the Black Sea resort where the 2014 Winter Olympics were held, to initiate talks with Russian President Vladimir Putin about reviving the Black Sea Grain Initiative, according to media reports, citing a Turkish spokesperson. Russia exited the agreement in mid-July, saying the United Nations and Western countries weren't living up to their end of the bargain. The deal allowed ships to move grain and other ag products out of Ukraine in a bid to bring down global food prices and curb world hunger. Moscow reportedly confirmed the talks between Erdogan and Putin, but wouldn't give a timeline. In the U.S., meanwhile, Non-severe storms are expected in parts of Iowa, Illinois, Indiana, and Michigan today, according to the National Weather Service. About 56% of the U.S. corn crop was in good or excellent condition as of Sunday, down from 58% a week earlier, the Department of Agriculture said in a report. 9% was mature at the start of the week, up from 4% the previous week. Just over half, 51%, was dented versus 35% seven days earlier. Some 58% of U.S. soybeans earned top ratings, down one percentage point week to week, the government said. 5% of the crop was dropping leaves, while 91% was setting pods. A heat wave the past couple of weeks curbed prospects for both corn and beans in much of the Midwest, as temperatures last week reached well into the triple digits. Rainfall will favor northern and central areas of the Corn Belt today, and northwestern areas Thursday and Friday, said Don Keeney, an agricultural meteorologist with Maxar. Rains over the weekend improved moisture in southern areas, but limited rains over the next 10 days will allow moisture to decline again, he said in a note to clients. Wheat futures for September delivery were down 3 cents to 6.14 a bushel overnight on the Chicago Board of Trade, while Kansas City futures dropped 6 cents to 7.43 and 3 fourths a bushel. Corn futures for December delivery fell 1.5 cents to 4.94 and 3 fourths a bushel. Soybeans for November delivery lost eight and a quarter cents to thirteen ninety seven and a half a bushel. Soy meal declined three sixty to four fifteen twenty a short ton, while soy oil lost zero point one five cent to sixty three point three cents a pound. Inspections of grains and soybeans for export were higher week to week, according to data from the USDA. Corn assessments for offshore delivery in the seven days that ended on August twenty fourth were reported at 597,144 metric tons. That's up from 510,559 tons a week earlier, but still behind the 699,829 tons examined during the same week a year earlier. Wheat inspections were up to 390,364 metric tons from 311,314 tons the previous week. The total was still down from from the 631,326 tons assessed at the same point in 2022. Examination of soybeans for export rose to 322,149 metric tons, up narrowly from the previous week's 320,431 tons, but well behind the 509,849 tons assessed in the same week last year. Since the start of the marketing year on September 1st, the USDA has inspected 36.8 million metric tons of corn for export, down from 54.6 million tons during the same time frame a year earlier. Soybean inspections since the beginning of September now stand at 51.9 million metric tons, from 56.5 million tons during the same period last year. 
Wheat assessments since the start of the grains marketing year on June 1 are now at 4.03 million metric tons, trailing the 5.13 million tons examined at the same point in 2022, the USDA said in its report. In weather, storms are forecast for parts of eastern Iowa and northern Illinois today, though severe weather isn't expected, according to the National Weather Service. Lightning will be the main hazard associated with any storms that roll through the area. In southern Michigan and northern Indiana, scattered thunderstorms are possible this afternoon, which may bring gusty winds to the region. Florida is preparing to be hit by what's now Hurricane Adalia, which will intensify before hitting the Gulf Coast of the state tomorrow. Winds associated with the storm were up to about 75 miles an hour this morning, and there's a risk of a storm surge of 8 to 12 feet along parts of the Florida Gulf Coast, the National Oceanic and Atmospheric Association said in a report. Hurricane conditions are expected within portions of the hurricane warning area along the Florida Gulf Coast with the potential for destructive winds where the core of Adalia moves on shore, the NOAA said. Strong winds will also spread inland across portions of northern Florida near the track of the center of Adalia.